Artificial intelligence is impacting and changing many industries. Computers are able to automate things to a greater extent than they were before. Artificial intelligences are now allowing computers to interact at the human level. And that includes healthcare. Artificial intelligence is a digital data science tool that has begun to rapidly permeate the field of medicine and can truly revolutionize healthcare and change millions to billions of lives. But discoveries in artificial intelligence come with issues that must be addressed. There are many areas that AI is transforming healthcare. So it is for the better overall, but we need to be cautious. Explore artificial intelligence and the ethics of AI in healthcare inside this edition of CTSI Discovery Radio. Welcome to CTSI Discovery Radio. I'm your host, Brian Belmer. CTSI Discovery Radio is brought to you by the Clinical and Translational Science Institute of Southeast Wisconsin. The CTSI is a consortium of researchers, doctors, scientists, and others representing eight institutions, including the Medical College of Wisconsin, Milwaukee School of Engineering, Marquette University, the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Children's Wisconsin, Freighter Hospital, Versity Blood Center of Wisconsin, and the Zablocki VA Medical Center. The CTSI works collaboratively across all of our member institutions. Our mission is advancing health through research and discovery. We live in an age of computers and devices designed to make tasks easier, quicker, more efficient, or accurate. Many perform tasks made possible through artificial intelligence, or AI. But what exactly is artificial intelligence? And how does it compare with human intelligence? Dr. R.J. Noling is an assistant professor of computer science at the Milwaukee School of Engineering who says defining artificial intelligence requires looking back to the man often called the father of modern computing science, Alan Turing. Alan Turing, the father of computing, came up with this thing called the Turing test. Let's assume you're chatting on a computer in like a chat window. Can you tell the difference between a human and a computer in that case? If you can't, then that computer is considered an artificial intelligence. Anything that mimics a human convincingly is an artificial intelligence. While some may think it's modern technology, artificial intelligence has actually been around for decades. Alan Turing came up with the mathematical model, what we now call the Turing machine, which is effectively the foundation of all computer science. And he was also one of the first people to talk about artificial intelligence. So it's been part of computer science from the beginning. But that doesn't mean AI has reached its full potential. Because part of the history of artificial intelligence, there's been this great expectation for many years that it really has not lived up to. It's only in the last decade or so that we've really started to see have it bear fruit. How have we seen AI emerge in more recent years? Dr. Noling gives an example many of us have in our homes. My Nest thermostat. It adjusts not just what I tell it to do, but it attempts to adjust the temperature based on the outside temperature to try to conserve energy. It's what we call a smart thermostat. So that's displaying characteristics of AI. In our cars. I was using cruise control, and all of a sudden I noticed it started slowing down to match the speed of the car in front of me. It's adaptive cruise control, and that's a form of AI. And in everyday interactions and activities. On our 
phones, Siri and Alexa, also examples of AI. Because of its many different types, it's hard to characterize the overall state of AI. But in general... I would say we've increased automation. Computers are able to automate things to a greater extent than they were before. Artificial intelligences are now allowing computers to interact at the human level, for example, speech and natural language processing, rather than having the human needing to translate to a language that the computer understands. So we're moving forward, but it's still very incremental in some ways. Something commonly referred to within AI is machine learning. What is machine learning? Machine learning is really giving a computer patterns, showing it what you want it to predict, and then the computer learns the relationships between the inputs and the desired outputs, and then uses that so that now you can show it examples where you don't have the output and it can predict what the output is. Which is to say that machine learning is a subset of artificial intelligence. When I think of artificial intelligence, I think of the concept of agents. Agents have a loop that they execute. They sense or perceive their environment, come up with an internal representation of the state of their environment, compare that to the desired state of the environment, and choose an action that then gets physically manifested in the environment to change the environment towards that stated goal. Machine learning would be used within those steps. So, for example... Going from cameras, converting that into an internal representation, machine learning could be used for that. Choosing an action, machine learning could be used for that. So machine learning can be used within the context of artificial intelligence. Why is machine learning important in application? Dr. Noling shares one example from his professional past. I worked on online ad optimization. So we use machine learning to identify which ad the user was most likely to click on. Machine learning allowed us to predict the probability with which the user would click on an ad. And in this application, machine learning did allow him to make a model for predicting something specific. If you build a machine learning model, it's going to learn to do a very specific task, and that's it. But using that, you can apply it to specific instances. And as the models got more accurate, we're able to more efficiently spend our customers' money. Are there different types of machine learning? I've mentioned supervised machine learning, where you give it labeled examples. And then there's unsupervised machine learning to find common patterns in the data you give it. There's also what's known as reinforcement learning. Artificial intelligences that are able to play games, even beat human players. The agent plays the game over and over again and is able to start to learn patterns and then use those to develop more advanced strategies. What's the future of machine learning? How will it increase within artificial intelligence? We're starting to be able to apply machine learning to problems that we weren't able to before. So one of the biggest breakthroughs here was deep learning. With deep learning, we're able to apply machine learning to much more complex types of data and get results that we weren't really able to before. And deep learning's ability to use more complex data could increase use of machine learning and AI in healthcare. This has allowed machine learning to be used in, say, medical imaging. Instead of waiting for a human to analyze an MRI scan, can we have a computer provide an immediate answer? Does a person have cancer or where is the cancer located? or in detecting abnormal heart conditions. Right now, we get a scan. Well, people in, say, rural communities or low-income communities may not have access to those cardiologists. Instead, we can use an ECG, which can be done in your physician's office. But identifying those types of patterns that indicate abnormal heart rhythms is incredibly challenging for a human to do. With artificial intelligence... There's research 
research out there showing that machine learning can detect those subtle differences. So we can get these scans done by general physicians, detect abnormal heart rhythms, and then refer them to a cardiologist. So machine learning has the ability to impact everyday healthcare for many communities. However, while the technology exists, we're not completely there yet. Neither of these two things that I discussed have reached the point where they're available in clinical practice. In the case of identifying cancer from MRI data, right now those are being used in cases where they're overseen by experts who are very familiar with the technology. But they haven't received FDA approval to be used by a general physician who may not be familiar with the technology. And its exact reliability is yet unknown leaving experts to question. Is this technology more likely to produce false negatives or false positives? Meaning, would you prefer that it miss cancer or that it misdiagnose someone with cancer when they don't really have it? Another concern is... The models we use within machine learning and artificial intelligence are so complex that we don't really have a good way of guaranteeing they're not going to produce some haywire responses sometimes. They're rare, but it could happen. Which is why, right now, putting that in a clinical setting where it's not necessarily the most reliable tool is challenging. Knowing further development is needed, is Dr. Noling confident healthcare will be advanced by artificial intelligence? Yes. I think artificial intelligence will definitely drive medicine forward, have the ability to reduce costs of healthcare, increase access to healthcare. I definitely think those things will happen in time. How much time? We'll see. Meanwhile, Dr. Noling and others at MSOE are working hard to advance AI in healthcare. There's at least three faculty applying deep learning to medical imaging. There's another applying deep learning models to make hearing aids more effective. And I actually work on genomes of mosquitoes that vector malaria to apply machine learning to those genomes and turn data that's very complex into something that biologists can make sense of and use it to help guide their studies. And he adds, no matter what field someone works in, machine learning and artificial intelligence is not just the domain of specialists. The companies that are able to use it effectively are in a much stronger position versus their competitors. And so this is becoming another skill people who are not just computer scientists are going to use in their day-to-day jobs. How does artificial intelligence compare with human intelligence? Well, AI does have advantages over humans. Artificial intelligence has the ability to think much more quickly than humans. Being able to identify key components in an image nearly instantaneously, where the human will take a few minutes to do that. Once you've created an artificial intelligence model, you can make an almost infinite number of copies. You can't teach a human how to instantly duplicate more trained humans. Although artificial intelligence does have limitations. We're nowhere near general artificial intelligence, the idea of something that thinks autonomously and has the ability to solve any type of problem. Artificial intelligence generally has been successful in very specific problems we train the models on. What does Dr. Noling hope to see in the future of artificial intelligence? Being able to provide more advanced medical care to rural and low-income communities. The reality is that our healthcare system is very uneven in the distribution of resources and talent. So anything that can make that process smoother or faster or simpler would be a fantastic outcome. Finally, he reminds us that while it's many things, AI isn't everything. Artificial intelligence is really just an automation technique. 
it's a tool, just like any other tool. It just depends on how you use it. Next, we discover how artificial intelligence is currently being applied in clinical healthcare. To explore this, we spoke with Dr. Kevin Cohoon, Assistant Professor, Department of Medicine, Division of Cardiology at the Medical College of Wisconsin. Dr. Cohoon tells us artificial intelligence is steadily making its entry into healthcare in general. Artificial intelligence is a novel digital data science tool that has begun to rapidly permeate the field of medicine and can truly revolutionize healthcare and change millions to billions of lives. He says data science and artificial intelligence significantly advance our understanding of human health. From studying protein structures to single-cell genetic information to creating personalized patient-focused medicine. So this offers the potential to improve medicine by using large amounts of high-quality digital data collected during routine clinical practice and increasingly from consumer wearable sensors in non-clinical settings. A key benefit of data science technologies and artificial intelligence is that they can cost-effectively diagnose and identify a range of medical conditions, thereby improving patient outcomes and population health. And he shares how AI is helping doctors enhance workflow and improve patient care. Such as prioritizing radiological images to put critical results in front of normal studies. It also is being used to other tasks such as medical preauthorizations. Artificial intelligence technologies have been using virtual and augmented reality, and this is being utilized in surgery, such as overlaying CT images on individuals during orthopedic spinal operations, and is also being utilized in medical education settings. How is AI specifically transforming cardiology, his area of expertise? Artificial intelligence has begun to rapidly transform the field of cardiology in the last few years. Artificial intelligence and machine learning has been implemented into imaging, such as echocardiograms, and this is to help assist measuring cardiac structures and the left ventricular ejection fractions which, as well, enhances workflow, allowing cardiologists to improve their patients' experience. From decreasing the time to make these measurements and keeping these measurements as constant as possible. This allows increased efficiencies and also increased standardization. There's also ongoing cardiology research using artificial intelligence and machine learning. Such as producing algorithms that can interpret even electrocardiograms to rule in or out certain medical conditions. So, for example, we have been using EKG signals even to rule out coronavirus infection in just a matter of seconds. And it's only the beginning. There are many more of these types of applications currently being developed, and that's what makes it so intriguing and so interesting. But he's quick to add, there's more research to be done. Artificial intelligence and machine learning applications are being incorporated into the workflows already. However, a lot of these applications of diagnosing medical conditions are still in development and have not been placed into the mainstream practice, but are being evaluated within local institutions. Still, it takes considerable time and resources to implement. Because large-scale impact requires real-world data sets, powerful computers, and the resources really to apply multiple dimensions of innovation. So everything from conceptual to technical to methodological and interventional. So while there's great enthusiasm for artificial intelligence in clinical practice, it is essential 
essential to understand how to implement, promote, and practice robust and proactive information security procedures to ensure that appropriate data stewardship. By implementing an AI ethical framework standards that intentionally promote autonomy, fairness, healthcare equity, privacy, and even security. Next, Dr. Kohun shares how incorporating AI into his clinical practice came about. I'm extremely interested in revolutionizing medicine through digital data, so I could not be more excited to effectively lead in helping develop these algorithms and technologies and even these analytical techniques to really accelerate the high-impact data science discovery from clinical and the innovative side of things. Because at the core of it... I'm a cardiovascular physician and scientist with really a deep passion to truly revolutionize healthcare with the goal to improve hopefully billions of individuals' lives, improving quality of care, and hopefully curing chronic conditions. And doing it in collaboration with others, like the CTSI. led me to establish an AI healthcare program in efforts to detect, diagnose, predict, manage, and treat medical conditions with partners such as the CTSI, an integral part in supporting these goals, everything from funding to data science health. How have patients responded to the use of AI as part of their cardiology healthcare? Are they even necessarily aware? Ultimately depends on which AI technology is being utilized for the care of the patient. Automation of workflows like the echocardiographic measurements of heart chambers not always visible for the individual, but is towards the provider. Compared to something more obvious like, say, a wearable device. We have seen an abundance of individuals moving towards wearables and other technologies, monitoring conditions outside of a hospital setting, detecting arrhythmias or other conditions that could significantly reduce morbidity and mortality. However, he cautions... Patient autonomy is one of the core principles of medicine and medical ethics. Artificial intelligence could put autonomy at risk. Therefore, it really is essential to protect the user's autonomy, privacy, and security, and the abilities to make informed decisions on how AI will use the information. Does Dr. Cohoon have concerns about increasing use of AI in healthcare? It's important to understand the technologies that are being developed, how they're implemented and monitored. So before the end users have access to such technologies, really the designer should have a set of guiding questions, but also a set of guiding principles, such as which AI algorithms, if developed, are suitable for a market distribution and which are not. Any concerns about artificial intelligence replacing human intelligence in healthcare? You know, fully autonomous driving cars have started to transport people, thereby totally eliminating the driver. And there are segments in healthcare that may be reduced in scope or eliminated by AI algorithms, but it will be a really long time before we have reached a fully autonomous driving car analogy. In the meantime, Dr. Cohoon remains confidently in the driver's seat of clinical health care. I see an enormous opportunity, and I truly believe we can solve any problem. We just need to find the right solution to the problem. And maybe that solution has not been discovered yet. That's why I'm so passionate about this, and I think this is where the future within AI is probably going to go. The ethical, regulatory, and social issues surrounding AI and healthcare are many, so it's important to examine and share what some of the key issues are. For this, we spoke with Dr. Fabrice Jodorand, 
Professor of Bioethics and Medical Humanities and Director of the Graduate Program in Bioethics in the Institute for Health and Equity at the Medical College of Wisconsin. Before examining issues surrounding AI in healthcare, Dr. Jodaran cautions us to first recognize there is a lot of hype in relation to artificial intelligence and machine learning. You see claims made about what AI could do in healthcare, so I want to be cautious and we need to be careful. But that said, he acknowledges the extent to which AI is transforming healthcare. of transforming healthcare. I would say in terms of data collection and interpretation of patterns in big data set, it has improved that process. It has improved image interpretation in radiology. It has improved diagnostic. And then you have AI for surgical robots. And of paramount consideration must be of AI by the clinician and by the patient, right? Is the AI simply a consultant? Is the AI a truth teller? Is it a helper? What is it exactly? It might be a little bit confusing for the patient saying, well, I trust the AI as opposed to the physician. So it could change that dynamic too. Still, he goes back to... There are many areas that AI and machine learning is transforming healthcare. So it is for the better overall, but we need to be cautious. So what are the issues of artificial intelligence in healthcare that are becoming more impactful as the use of AI in healthcare increases? Dr. Jodaran identifies several, beginning with ethical issues. Going back to the patient-physician relationship, the physician is an advocate for the patient, right? The physician has the duty to protect the patient throughout the implementation of major changes in healthcare, and these include AI. Which means clinical physicians have ethical responsibilities for how to communicate with patients, how to explain the nature of the technology, how to explain the implications for diagnosis and potentially for prognosis. Another key ethical issue of AI in healthcare pertains to avoiding harm and promoting the good of the patient. Because the problem is you could use patients just to collect data, but the data could be detrimental to the patient. So we need to be very careful and make sure that everything we do in terms of collecting data will not harm the patient. And there are other ethical issues related to risk and safety of patients. Especially when we consider autonomous robots. I know they're developing autonomous robots using artificial intelligence to help patients with Alzheimer's disease. But what if there is a glitch, right? So we need to make sure that these robots are safe. There is no risk to the patient. Then there's the question of truth and bias. Do algorithms include biases? And then can we trust the data presented to us? What if an algorithm provides a diagnosis? Can we trust what the machine says? Or should it be always mediated by a physician? As well as ethical issues surrounding privacy and confidentiality when data is collected. What are we going to do with this data? Some data collected could be detrimental to the well-being of a patient, depending on what we discover. Around equal access. As we know, these technologies are costly. So the question is, are we going to just have the wealthy individuals or wealthy countries having access to these interventions, robotic surgery, etc.? 
around transparency. We can monitor input and output, but sometimes we don't know exactly what's going on between input and output. And so we need to make sure there is transparency, how the data is collected, how the data is processed, etc., etc. Perhaps the most fundamental ethical issue around AI in healthcare is how these technologies will impact us as human beings. And here, it's not just about the patient, but also the clinician. I don't think AI will replace human beings, but we could reduce the role of physicians to technicians. Which could impact the physician-patient relationship. It could be demoralizing, it could change the dynamic between the physician and the patient. All that raises ethical questions about the nature of that relationship. What about regulatory issues created by AI in healthcare? Dr. Jodaran says, to begin with... It's not clear what regulatory framework uh, we're going to use to assess and monitor these technologies. Because from an international standpoint, what you see is Europe tend to be behind in terms of technological development. But they're a little bit more proactive and regulating these technologies. Whereas in the U.S. We are very well advanced with the technology, but I'm not sure we have a firm grounding of how to regulate these technologies. Of course, it's a different kind of animal, so we are a little bit behind. Although things are moving the right direction. Once a platform is fully developed, there are other regulatory-related questions to be answered, including... if there is a glitch, a malfunction, if harm was caused by an AI, by machine learning, is it the owner, is it the manufacturer, is it the programmer? This is a complicated question. Can't existing healthcare regulations, like HIPAA, for example, cover anything to do with AI? It's not clear to me that HIPAA has the contents to really provide a framework regarding AI technology, especially in relation to monitoring and assessment of development of the technology. Also to be determined is how tightly to regulate AI in healthcare. You have different positions. Some tend to be hardcore and they want strong regulations. Some prefer laissez-faire and more like a soft law. So it's very difficult how to move forward. But move forward, we must. So the conversation on regulating AI in healthcare must continue on a global scale. But recognize that we have different frameworks, different values, different laws, constitutions, etc. Social issues around artificial intelligence and healthcare are numerous as well. There's a question of trust that is key here. Can the public trust the data, trust manufacturers, trust governments using AI? Then there is public outreach, making sure that the public is informed about the technology itself and the community should be part of the conversation. After all, at the core of society is humanity. So when it comes to the patients in healthcare, don't forget the human. This is really important. In healthcare, we're not dealing with a body or an organ or molecules or cells. We're dealing with a patient. So when we implement these technologies, we don't forget the human component in what we're doing. Crucial conversations about the ethics of AI in healthcare are underway, including a multi-institutional conference Dr. Jodaran recently organized with MCW and MSOE. 
goal was to raise awareness that this is coming, this is not science fiction, and it will impact all of us. So what are the anthropological implications of integrating AI and machine learning in healthcare? And by organizing the conference, it was a good way for me to test these ideas. The conversations on ethics in AI and machine learning are far from over. What must remain in all future conversations... It's really about how this will impact us human beings. Clinicians, patients, society in general. To what extent are we willing just to embrace technology? Because we cannot develop ethical framework if we don't know what it means to be human. If we are losing our humanity by embracing these technologies, I'm not sure it's worth it to implement them. But keeping our humanity at the forefront... Artificial intelligence can be a real game changer in healthcare. Everybody will be impacted. It's a reality in society, in healthcare. We've reached the end for this edition of CTSI Discovery Radio. As always, thanks to all of our guests for appearing on today's show Dr. R.J. Nolan, Dr. Kevin Cohoon, and Dr. Fabrice Jodaran. I hope you've discovered something by listening to today's show. And I'm doubly hopeful that you'll join us again next time. CTSI Discovery Radio airs the third Friday of every month. Make an appointment on your calendar and join us for each episode. On behalf of the Clinical and Translational Science Institute of Southeast Wisconsin and all of our affiliate partners and members, I'm Brian Belmer. Wishing you happier, healthier days ahead. For more information about research or to listen to the podcast of this or any of our shows on demand, please visit our website at ctsi.mcw.edu. CTSI Discovery Radio is written, produced, and hosted by Brian Belmer in collaboration with WMSE Radio. The CTSI and this program are under the direction of Dr. Reza Shakir.